Hey friend, are you looking to start a fun business on the side, but don't know where or how to get started? Are you in direct sales, network marketing, or social retail and looking for tangible ways to scale your business? You've come to the right place. Welcome to the Socially Selling Podcast with me, Becky Baxter. I was a teacher by trade turned entrepreneur. I am a mompreneur who has invested time, energy, and resources into growing a multi-million dollar business, all while playing the role of wife, mama, leader, friend, and CEO. I will share tangible tips, hacks, and raw moments that have led to my continued success. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on any of these real-life messy moments that have created incredible magic and changed the trajectory of my life. Let's get into the episode. Well, friends, I am sitting down now for the second time to try to record this episode. I am currently at my parents' house uh, because, and you can probably hear my, possibly hear my dog breathing in the background, huffing and puffing. (laughs) My girls are, one of them's downstairs and the other one is outside with Mimi in the pool. And so I am abundantly blessed. I recognize that, that we have family close by and, and, um, a support system all the time, but especially in times of need. And my husband has been holding down the fort at home because, our AC unit went out. And that has just been so fun, right? To deal with all of that. He's been he's been getting all the quotes and all the things. And so hopefully, Lord willing, in the morning we will have uh, someone installing an, a new AC unit and um you know, back at home tomorrow afternoon in a cool environment. And um So yeah, so I was kind of thinking about, you know, all of this that's happened and even just kind of having to adjust and, you know, change my schedule and working a little bit differently over the last couple of days um, and just the struggles, you know, the heat, the (laughs) packing the girls up and just doing things that I wasn't actually planning to do. And I was really thinking about you know, this one specific moment in my career when I was with uh, Pampered Chef, but even there have been so many times in my life when, you know, things were really, really hard, but almost always on the other side of the struggle and the pain and the sacrifices that you have to make and that I maybe had to endure, I was always able to find you know, a testimony or a big win, you know, waiting for me on the other side. And so I wanted to come to you guys today and talk a little bit about the mindset and how, yes, it is totally fine, I think, every now and then to visit Pity City, right? To, to, um, you know, be frustrated and angry and process those emotions, right? And and it's okay <laughs> to be upset and angry and mad and sad and glad and happy and whatever, right? That's 
necessary. You know, it's it's healthy to process those emotions, but I would encourage you not to live there, right? Like we've always used that whole, um, you know, verbiage, like don't park, you know, and build a house in Pity City instead. If you need to drive through to visit every once in a while, that's okay, right? But we're not going to stay there. We're not going to live there. And just trying to remember to have that abundance mindset. Uh, so I wanted to talk to you guys about just really the thought process in when something, when you're going through something hard or you're dealing with, you know, you're struggling, whether it be a physical setback, a, um, relationships, you know, issues or setback, financial struggles, whatever it is. I want to encourage you to think about instead of focusing on, well, that is just my life that or that's just my luck, right? Because you're essentially proving to yourself what you thought to be true versus if you were to have the abundance mindset, right? And you're you're looking at struggles and trials more like a test and thinking, okay, this is preparing me for something greater. This is preparing me for, you know, a a big win. It's like that quote, iron sharpens iron, you know, or like you can't, I mean, you literally cannot go through life in general expecting to never struggle, to never have trials. And even if, even if you play it super safe and you are like, oh my goodness, you are, you know, have a secure job. You take care of your health. You, I mean, you know, you're just like, you, you feel like you parent or take care, or maybe you're like, I'm not even going to have kids because I don't want to have to worry about it. Right. Like, I don't even know, but you just try to be so crazy safe and make all the right choices. Even then, the AC can still go out, right? Like there, even then, um, someone in your family can get cancer. Even then, you know, you could have a job loss. And I look at it like there have been so many things in my life that have gone wrong or have failed at, you know? Um, and I personally think that the most successful people are the people who have failed the most, right? And I think sometimes we look at those people on Instagram or, you know, these like, you know, people that just people that we admire and we think, wow, like they are so lucky or they have it all figured out. Like, how do they know what they know, right? Like, what is it that they have? The How did they get the answers? Like, how can I, you know, figure out what they know? And I think that the one thing I have to keep reminding myself, no matter what comes my way when there is something <laughs> that goes wrong, is that they have just continued to get back up after they fail. I mean, period. Like, I have listened to several podcasts over the last couple of days, people that I highly respect and admire that are very successful, like millionaires and, you know, multi six figure um, 
you know, like influencers and, and very successful people. And every single one that I've listened to lately, it was literally like God trying to tell, remind me, right? Like every single one, they were saying something along the lines of, you know, I've had, you know, three or four launches this year where I didn't bring in a single dollar, right? And I was like, whoa, I can't believe she just said that, you know? And then I heard someone else saying, "Um, yeah, at the first half of May, I brought in $150 profit. And I'm like, what? Her? Like, is this real life? And, you know, a lot of times people are scared to let you know when they have failed because they're like, well, then if they don't, you know, it's almost like you tie your worth to your success. You, you tie, you tie your value and what, what you can provide and help and do to your success. And I kind of did this in a way when I walked away from what I had built with Pampered Chef, right? Like I was, I had so much of my identity whether I meant to or not, it had resided within my title because I felt good. You know, I felt proud. I had, I had won the thing. I had done the thing. I had, you know, checked off all the boxes. And, you know, when I walked away, it was this like battle of like, okay, I know what I'm capable of. I know what I'm worth. And just because I don't have this thing over here or I didn't want that thing over there didn't mean I was still, you know, didn't mean that I wasn't worth, (laughs) you know, what I was making and more, right? And so I just want to encourage you today to when you face a trial and you come to that, it's like you're coming to that fork in the road, you're coming to that crossroad and you're looking at this struggle, It's like you can look at it one of two ways, right? The first, and I'm so sorry. I know y'all can hear Daisy huffing and puffing. At least I, she's like breathing so loud. But you're facing the crossroads and you can look at it one of two ways. The first way is the scarcity and, you know, the the crossroads takes you to, and I'm totally going to steal this from, uh, but I want to give her credit, Allie Reeves. Uh, from Six Figure Influencer, she said on her podcast, you know, it's kind of like the, you come to this crossroad when you're struggling and you have two different places that you can go, two different roads you can take, right? And the first one is Lack Lane. I love that, right? Um, And the other road is Abundance Avenue. And it's your choice, which is so empowering to think about. It is your choice. And when you get to that crossroads, you have to decide, do I want to go down lack lane, right? And so lack lane for us in this situation, my husband and I, it was immediately like, oh no, like, oh, like maybe we should pull out of the 401k. Like we were like, how are we going to pay for this? Like we can't, like we cannot pay for it. And instead, right, instead of, you know, that scarcity, like, oh, you know, this is going to, you know, just sending us into this downward spiral of, of, you know, obsessing over how, you know, not how, but just the stress of, oh, you know, what if we don't have enough money to cover it if we finance and this, that, and the other, but instead trusting and having faith and saying, no, God's got this. And even though I don't exactly know the entire way I'm going to turn down Abundance Avenue, right? I'm going to turn right because I want 
to live a life of abundance. And is it frustrating? Yes. Like so frustrating because we don't have like, you know, eight grand just sitting around. I would love to tell you that I do, but we don't, right? We had to make some major life changes when I walked away from that. And it isn't to say that someday, you know, we will hopefully have that and so much more just lying around, right? (laughs) But at that point, at that moment, when we found out that news, we did not. And so we had to make this decision of, okay, how are we going to face this? Are we going to face this with like, you know, just so allow it to just cloud everything and create this negative, you know, persona and just be like, that's our luck. Bad things always happen. Or are we going to say, you know what? First of all, what can I learn from this? What can I learn from this experience? Number one. And number two, what can I do to be able to afford this and to be able to pay for it? So it is not some, not an issue. And so Instead of, you know, looking at life like, well, I can never have blank because of blank or, you know, that's just my luck or whatever. Instead saying, how can I create a life where this is like just a little drop in the in the pool, drop in the pond, right? Like it's not even a big deal. Drop in the ocean for me to have to replace our AC, right? How can I create a life where I can have that? And at one point in my career, we were living that. We were having this incredible, you know, amount of income. I'm talking, I was making, you know, more in a month than I made an entire year teaching in Rutherford County, Tennessee, right? Like I was I was bringing in 20, 30, almost $40,000 some months. And when I think about that, I'm like, "Oh my goodness." But I also think that you know, so much of that income, I'll just be real, you guys. I just did not manage it well. I was not prepared, I don't think, for that level of financial freedom. I loved it, (laughs) but it almost seemed like as money came in, money went out. And I recognized that I did not want to continue down this path of hustling and chasing after something that wasn't really my priority anymore. Instead, I wanted my time. I wanted my health, but I do want to live an abundant life. And so instead of saying, okay, <laughs> there's this is all there is for me. I just have to keep hustling and chasing after all the things and doing four to six parties every week if I'm going to have all the things. But instead, I was like, no, I know there are other people out there who are just like me and they're having incredible success and doing incredible things in other ways. You know what I mean? Leveraging other platforms like TikTok and YouTube and, you know, coaching. And there were so many things that I was like, you know what? This isn't the only way, but I had to have the courage to step outside of what I was told is the only way. And I've had to do that several times in my life, right? Like 
you know, I was teaching and I, you know, it's like, you're told like, this is the perfect mom job. You feel like it's the perfect mom job. I get summers off with my kids. I get this, I get that. But then when you're in it and God bless our teachers for real, it is so exhausting. It is so hard. And so for someone that has an autoimmune disorder, like I have multiple sclerosis. Okay. I have MS. So for someone like me, it would be nearly impossible for me to sustain a job in education in the classroom. I could probably do other things where I'm not having to be responsible for children all day long in regards to education, but I could never do that again. As bad as I would love to, because I, I mean, I love education and all that, no matter how much the money was the factor in general, even if I wanted to, I, it would be a bad idea. Right. And so I've had to have some major life changes. I started in, you know, direct sales. And then, you know, as much as I loved that and I got to the top of the company, my team was producing 8 million in sales, you know, in a year. And I know that's not like the most there ever was, but I was a very, you know, I created and built a very successful business and one that I was so, so proud of. I mean, seriously, I sometimes even get tears in my eyes thinking about walking away from that. But at the time, I was struggling so bad. And I also knew that I still wanted those things. I just didn't want them in that way. And I think sometimes when we get to that crossroad, we think, well, this is the way it has to be. Like, this is the way it's always been, or I'm, that's just my luck or, you know, whatever, you know, no one in my family ever, you know, gets out of debt or blah, blah, blah. Right. When instead we can say, we can look at things and we can say, no, I know that I am meant for more, but in order for me to find out how to get to that place of abundance, I'm going to have to go through some really hard stuff. And right now, this is one of those hard things. Right now, God is challenging me and saying, okay, how are you going to steward the money that you currently have? Because if you can't handle that money well, when I am allowing you to have phenomenal, you know, million dollar success, are you going to be able to handle the money then? And so right now we are at this place of, you know, we have paid off so much debt and trying to live this like, you know, minimal lifestyle. We got rid of our house cleaners. We got um, rid of our nanny. We have like a babysitter on occasion, but we have cut back a lot so that I can make this transition. And I'm sharing it with you because, well, for one, I want you guys to really understand it was a risk for my family. I mean, there have been months when we have had to pay our house payment late over the last couple of months, you know, and, and had to dip into savings and dip, you know, just had to, you know, even borrow money from my parents. I mean, literally it has been a huge challenge going from a six figure business to coaching and a startup, right? Like literally that is a drastic shift, but I know there is so much abundance on the other side. But I also think back and I'm like, you know what? It took me five years before I was at the top of the company. And that was, of course, before this insane surge of social media, before COVID, before all of that stuff. But I say that to say, I have only been doing this for less than a year. I've only been coaching for probably, you know, six months. 
And, you know, I look at that and I think, wow, like, look at what I've been able to accomplish. I have not had to go get a job working at Target or go back to teaching or any, you know, I'm not begging anyone for money. The money is still coming in. God is still providing because I'm still showing up. I'm doing the thing, right? But there has this been this little bit of, you know, struggle to overcome that hump. And I think it's because, I'm just going to be real, I think it's because God was like, I am waiting for you to finally recognize that if you are going to really go all in and go big and trust me, that's what has to happen. You have to rely only on me. And so this is it, friends. I know, you know, there have been so many times in my life, in my career, when so many things went wrong. When I did a testimony on stage um, at the Pampered Chef conference where I was talking about our house had flooded and um, we had to like move out of our house for two weeks into my parents, of course. <laughs> and or it was actually more than two weeks, but they like ripped up all the floor and our downstairs and clean, did all that in our last house. And, um, that was also the same time that I received my diagnosis for MS and all of these things were going wrong, but it all within that same month, I had my highest in sales, you know, when I was with Pampered Chef and I promoted, and it was this like insane time because it was like, wow, all these things are going wrong, but my consistency and hard work has paid off and I'm being rewarded. And so God is saying, even through the mess, you know, there's going to be mess. There's going to be struggles. There's going to be, you know, trials. You can guarantee it. Like literally you, there is, you can guarantee if anything in life, that is the one thing we can guarantee stuff is going to go wrong. Right. And the only thing you can control is your attitude, the way you handle it. You can say, well, that's just my luck. Or you can say, okay, you know what? This really stinks, but we're going to figure it out. And not just that, but we're going to, you know, learn from it and we're going to help other people when they are faced with this struggle and this obstacle. And so I just wanted to encourage you guys today that if you are going through something hard, if you are in a very hard season of your life, sometimes we look around and we think these people have things all figured out. But you know what? A lot of times it just means that they have already gone through something really hard and scary and they were brave enough to keep going. And maybe they just didn't share it publicly, right? And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. No one's saying to air all your dirty laundry. But I wanted to share this with you guys because I wanted you to understand that if you are passionate about something and you feel called to it, um, at the end of the day, it's not a matter of if you can have success. It's just a matter of when right? It's, it's not like, I look at it like, I know I will be at the top of hue and grace. I already know it because I'm, I've made up my mind that's going to happen. And I'm just going to keep going. If it happens in three years, if it happens in six months, if it happens in 10 years, eventually that's where I'll be, right? It's not a matter of if it's going to happen. It's just a matter of when. And the same thing with our coaching business. Monique and I launched this really exciting, you know, coaching business and free community and then membership. And, a, you know, we have all of these things that are going on. We have a retreat coming up this fall, you know, launching Multiply again. And it's just so many incredible things. And I know she and I are meant to build 
a multi-million dollar business together. I just know it. Like it is like, that is it. That's what's happening. And it's not a matter of if it happens, well, maybe we should give up. We didn't have as many people sign up last time. No, it's not that. It's just, okay, we show up and do the work and we know eventually the consistency of it will compound and we will have this abundance of results. But I almost had to remind myself of that. And I hope that by listening to some of, just a little bit, but a little bit of, um, and some of our um, struggles and trials that we have been facing just recently, I hope it encourages you to, you know, look at your life and look at your next situation or test or trial or struggle and say, instead of saying, I deserve this, or this is just my luck, instead of that mindset saying, no, I am going to focus on abundance and I'm going to say, what can I learn from this? And how can I create a life where this kind of struggle doesn't matter or it's easier to overcome, right? How can I create a life, whether it's for your health and making better choices, whether it's for financial freedom or even your relationships or, you know, just whatever emergency stuff like that came up with our AC. How can I have a life and create a life where this stuff, it's still going to be hard. It doesn't make it any less hard. No one's saying that. But how can I put things in place so that when it comes up, I'm not, you know, stressed and emotionally out of control and I'm able to handle it with an abundance mindset. I just wanted to take a minute to say thank you for listening to my podcast today. One way to spread the word and share what you've learned today with others is just to simply take a screenshot, post it on your social platforms, and don't forget to tag me. And if you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me if you would leave a five-star review on whatever platform that you're listening to this episode on. As always, I appreciate your love, support, and encouragement. I'm cheering you on, friend.